Hello? What's up, girl? What happened after Tony dumped you? Girl, I'm over it. I went from heartbreak to hate. Hey, 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 hey. Hi, Joy. <laughs> Hi, Buff. We were just talking about blowjobs <laughs> and hearing loss mm-hmm. and the correlation. There is a correlation, kids. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful out there. Use appropriate protection, including for your ears. Oh, or, like yeah. put cotton like balls in your ears? I don't know. Yeah, like earplugs are uh, part of personal protective equipment. True. Pretend mm-hmm. it's a concert. Pretend you're <laughs> sucking dick in concert. <laughs> At Ozfest or some, or whatever's <laughs> cool these days, uh, yeah. But not the topic for today's not show. Not the topic at all. So today we're going to talk about things we wanted to be mm-hmm. and continue to want to be, mm-hmm. and how the idea of who you are or your ideal self evolves. Right. Yes, absolutely. So. Joy. Mm-hmm. Take us back. Back, back into time. The very first thing that I wanted to be, um, God, it's a little embarrassing because it's so anti the moment, the wokeness of it all right now. Uh-huh. But the very first thing I remember wanting to be when I was like five years old was I just wanted to grow up and be a mom with like a bunch of kids. Cause you know, that was still when mom stayed home and that was yeah. like a cool thing to be. And I wanted to, I wanted to adopt kids. Oh, so that was the thing. That was very progressive. I was like, I want to have a daughter from China and I want to have a son from like one of the Latin American countries. And I was like that kid who was, I don't know if I just watched too many infomercials or Yeah, where. I was trying to figure out an exact point in, te- <laughs> in television that would give you this but I was also like just a weird kid and all these ideas that were not coming to my family. So yeah, I'm just gonna, that's my truth. That was the very first thing that I wanted to do was I wanted to have my like Josephine Baker type rainbow tribe apparently. But I mean, it's not uncommon, I don't think, because you play house, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely played a different version of house with my cousins where we were like, you know, we had jobs. Okay. And couldn't have, didn't have time for the children. <laughs> we were mean. Too busy. Put the kids, lock them in the closet, <laughs> go to work. I mean, I, I remember like yeah. the horrible ideas that me and my cousins <laughs> would come up with. Okay. Because we have, there's three older cousins. So when we'd play, we were the adults, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else were children. And that fourth cousin, she could never get into the, the top three. Like, we would tell her to do things to be in the top three, and she can never. So we would play definitely different versions, more like I'm a single parent, Mm -hmm. and my grandparents' house had it set up to where it would be, like, two apartments. So one of us lived in the department across the hall, and, you know, my single parentness and my children are horrible, (laughs) those kind of things. So I don't know. Like, I played more real when I was a kid. I got you. (laughs) So I never wanted to be a parent. No? What was the first thing you wanted to be? Um, Wonder Woman. Nice. How old do you think, or do you remember? Oh, I was pretty young. I mean, I can remember, like, being, um, gay. Mm-hmm. In embryonic state. No, um, <laughs> I don't, I just loved Linda Carter when I was a kid. Like, The Incredible Hulk was on, you know, I thought the guys from Dukes of Hazard were hot, but I just wanted to be Wonder Woman. Okay. 
because just, you know, shit's going on, all this male shit's happening, blah, blah, blah. She's just going to turn, change her outfit, mm-hmm. beat some ass. There it is. Jump over a fence, knock some bullets out with her bracelets, call it a day, go back to being a secretary. Hey. <laughs> you I just mean, need the right outfit to kick ass. I mean, and I think personally, not that that's, that's pretty anti-feminist, but I think if you have a kick-ass after-work gig, mm-hmm. that a, a horrible office job can work out for you. Exactly. You know, sometimes you have to find ways to fund your dream. <laughs> fund your dream. <laughs> True. You know, listen, I mean, nobody's paying for these outfits. You know, I'm sure she had to replace the bracelets at some point some to get point. damaged. You know what I mean? Like, no, actually, nobody's no, no they're, they're magic bracelets that don't get damaged. Just work with me here. Okay. Giving a good reason for funding the drink. <laughs> you know, fuck you. I'm going to go into my next <laughs> thing that I wanted to be. What did you want to be? The next thing I wanted to be actually was an artist. Ooh. Um, but I'm not good at drawing. But I do remember what I used to do. I was obsessed with doing this. Was I would draw like these real room scenes. You know what I mean? So I would sit on the couch in like the corner of the living room. Yeah. And I would draw exactly what it looked like, the door entrance and that Mm -hmm. whole wall and then the wall adjacent to it. And you know what I mean? And like trying to get the details real exact. Um, But I also realized early on that I did not have the drawing skills of my mom or even my dad. So I was like, and in my mind at that age, it, an artist had to be able to draw. Like, that was the only type of artist. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? not today. Not today. No. But. But then, yeah. yeah. Because I had similar dreams, and <laughs> still do, mm-hmm. of being an artist. And my, my dreams were more complex, though, Joy. Okay. So my dream was not just being an artist. My dream was being a rich artist who maybe only sold one piece a year. Okay. But everyone just died to have it, mm. literally. No, <laughs> but my my main artistic dream when I was younger was to live in one of those gigantic lofts with no walls, concrete everywhere, still and do. just I still do. But I mean, you know what I mean. Like, be an artist, which means you don't do shit all day long. Mm-hmm. You, you're just wandering around this gigantic loft because in the 80s and 90s, <laughs> that's what all artists look like in the movies. Mm-hmm. They had these that's gigantic true. lofts that probably would cost eight, nine million dollars oh. in New York City nowadays, but yes. could still afford it. Mm-hmm. Could still afford it and yeah. not sell any art, you yeah, know. Exactly, because those few pieces were just sold for such a high amount. Oh, yeah. I hear you. I so hear I had a need to be loved. Mm-hmm. And a need to be showered with money, and a need to be lazy. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I don't feel any of those things have gone away. <laughs> I got you. But that that was a pretty long. I mean, that was still in the back of my head dream mm-hmm. forever, because that was my what I ideally when I was like when I'm an adult I'm just going to live in this gigantic loft apartment with all the windows and see all you know and. The meatpacking district or something yeah. like that. So, see, your dreams had like the whole—they were like the complete Layered. package. Mine didn't get that way until I was probably like thirteen or fourteen, where I started envisioning the whole life. But I had one more dream that happened before then. Okay. When I was eleven, and I remember this dream because my father killed it. 
Um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I get it now. I, when, you know, now that I'm older, I get where he was coming from. I get his thought process. He didn't tell me it was because he had done what I wanted to do, but I wanted to be a teacher. I remember oh, yeah. being so excited to tell him. We were sitting in at a Chinese food restaurant. You know, that was our gig when we would get together every other weekend. And I remember I was so excited to tell him, Dad, I know what I want to be. I want to be a teacher. And he was like, absolutely not. Because of this part of my life that you didn't know about. That you didn't know but still don't really understand. Yeah, right. Yeah, because he was a teacher at one point. Yeah, because he was a teacher. Yeah. (laughs) He had taught middle school for years. Um, My mom was a teacher for a short while. Um, So I just learned early on that that wasn't allowed. But then I got older and I was like, oh, I guess maybe because, you know, he used to. He finally started to talk about the bureaucracy and the things that you wanted to do right. and then you couldn't do. Right. And I feel it actually worked out fine because at this point, the idea of having to sit in a room with twenty plus yeah. small people, like I do not have the patience. And people who can do it, ooh, go for it, girl. That um, and I had a. Um, I wanted to be an art teacher. Mm. No. No. Mm-mm. No. I wanted to be an art teacher until I had art teachers. Oh. Isn't that the worst one thing you want to be? You f- you see it and you're like, oh. Yeah, and it's nothing worse than like, uh, we'll talk about that later. But like seeing it from both sides of the perspective, art teachers, because they're art teachers, get a little bit more shit from students mm-hmm. than a normal teacher might. In my day. Today, I think it's straight across the board. Teachers get treated like shit. But um, back then, you know, you were a little, they were a little more buddy-buddy, so you could actually be a little bit more rude to them, or at least I was, <laughs> and everybody in the room was. And then I would see the other side of it is killing an artistic dream. Now, some art, some art, te- <laughs> art teachers, I never had one, some art teacher gives you the license to be an artist, which you don't really get in a lot of structured art in a non-art school, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, some artists are, some art teachers are definitely different, but there's the, you didn't do it the right way, going back to what you're talking about, like mm-hmm. drawing. Yeah. Like this is wrong. Nowadays, you're allowed to be a horrible drawer, and still continue to be a successful artist because it's a vision mm, mm-hmm. and a style. See, if only I'd known. If only you knew laziness was a style, <laughs> I would have been doing minimalist pencil drawings <laughs> with one dot on the page. <clears throat> if only I knew <laughs> that that was available to me in my future, I would have stuck with it. I mean, the, the nights, the things I think about, like, is the, the nights alone that I spent the years in the nights mm-hmm. alone that I spent just drawing mm-hmm. comic books and um, just throwing shit away because it wasn't good enough. Yeah. And just, you know, draw it, trash it, draw it, trash it, draw it, trash it. Because artists have to practice, practice. <laughs> no one is a self-taught artist. You are never a self-taught artist because you weren't a teacher to begin with. You can't teach yourself. You are a self-practiced artist. You practice. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's a life lessons for those uh, Instagram kids out there. (laughs) Anyway, practice, 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 trash, trash, trash. 
all to do things perfectly. When I got to the point where my life, I could not, I felt I could not do things perfectly, I tossed that dream aside. Wow. So. Yeah. And switched to digital, which I've been doing 20 years. So mm -hmm. a little more forgiving than pencil and ink. I guess so. I guess so. But and I, I'm glad that you do digital art because. I'm glad I do too. I'm not glad that no one cares about it, but you right, know. that part is because it's not art. It's not art. We're not even gonna get into that because I know. No, we're not gonna get into that. So my next dream, yeah, was when I got all elaborate and crazy, and I would run through all the different scenarios and the thoughts and the whole thing. I was gonna be a martial arts master. I was going to have my own dojo like my dad did. Mm -hmm. And I was going to be this badass who walked around in a high ponytail. Oh, high ponytail. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Hair um, flipping. White sports bra, the matching pants, mm -hmm. because obviously I had the red sash. Right. Thank you, because yes. I'm the master. Right. Clearly. Right. Um, and we would go to tournaments and me and my entourage of many men, because mostly who takes martial arts, it's a bunch That's of men. Man. So, me and many men surrounding me, and I would just be like that badass that everybody was like, oh no, did Joy show up? Fuck it, drop out the tournament today. Sweep the leg, Joy, sweep, sweep the, the leg. leg. And then my dream went even further. I was going to star in a martial arts movie featuring Ooh. me and my brother. There you go. There it is, right? Brother sister yeah, combo, getting yeah. people, you know, saving people, kind of, you know, just. Kicking ass along the way, uh, the hours I spent doing those dreams. But then I realized I did do well in martial arts. Right. Okay. Uh, and I did get myself a black and red sash. Thank you. So that's the next step is red. But anyways, neither here nor there, kids. Um, I just realized that one, ooh, I shouldn't own a dojo. There are certain things about owning a business. And... Um, I never really like tournaments or for sparring and things. Yeah. And sparring was never like super my gig. My gig is the walk the street drill where I just get to grab you by the throat oh. and snake you. Yeah. You know what I mean? All that dirty street fighting. That's that's what I'm into. So, yeah, certain certain reasons. And then the, the whole movie. The, well, anyways, we're not gonna get into the why the movie wasn't gonna work. But anyways. Right. <laughs> I don't think they were ready. For they were ready to um, non-racial specific people. <laughs> And we would have been before Vin Diesel Absolutely. had my dream come true. But anyways, <sighs> memories. Memories. <laughs> hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I wanted to be a photographer, a photographer. Mm. Ooh, a photographer. I just love it when people say that. <laughs> you're a good drawler. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to be a photographer. <laughs> anyway, so um, simultaneously to drawing, young age, got a camera, mm -hmm. would take pictures of everything possible. There was just rolls and rolls. And this was on 110 film, kids. You don't even know what 110 is. We don't know. We don't know. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so I would just take pictures of everything. Family, birds, people, buses, whatever. I have pictures and pictures of nothing for a reason. I mean, no reason <laughs> at all to have pictures. Um, 
I always wanted to be like a seedy underbelly photographer. Like, you know, take pictures of like prostitutes. I mean, I don't oh, okay. want to bring prostitutes back into it because you know that's my aesthetic. <laughs> I do know it's that my is. favorite style so of person. It's not far from what I was thinking. As soon as she said seedy, I was like, oh Lord, he wanted to be that photographer inviting people up to his apartment so you could take their portfolio photos and no, quotes. No, <laughs> just like not that kind of seedy. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, the things that you would consider like you know, heroin right. addicts, things like, okay. like that kind of I like, you. you know, hard life on the streets yeah. of New York. This is a Kentucky kid's dream, you okay, know? Okay, I got you. I got you. Trailer park dream. I lived in a trailer park, so that was there. Mm-hmm. All the, and, that, and there's lots of photos of just, here's a photo right here, Joy. There it, it is. This is a photo of a trailer mm-hmm. with the car that I set on fire. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's before the car set on fire, well, but clearly. but it was the one I set on fire. Anyway, so just like random things, um, and then I wanted to do like, you know, I wanted to be a photographer. So I studied photography for a while in college, and um, again, I had, I want to say he's a horrible photo teacher. <sighs> he's a horrible photo <laughs> teacher. <laughs> I mean, just like. <laughs> I don't know. He called me um, R.J. Reynolds because it was a cigarette company, and I smoked all the time outside of the photo lab. Okay. Um, but and then he like said I had this horrible southern accent, and I don't know. Anyway, bet- besides that, so he didn't really make me like photography, mm-hmm. but I continued, and I would do like photo sets. I took pictures of you mm-hmm. when we sure first did. hung out. Yeah. A bunch of people. I was still in the early 2000s doing all these little photo sets where I would, I would take 12 pictures, and nine of them had to be perfect. You know, because mm-hmm. I always have those constraints mm-hmm. to my 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 processes. So, I would do that. Would take all these pictures. I would have uh, binders, and people would say, "I want to see your photos." So I would show them my photos, and then immediately after they saw. Pictures of my friend overdosing on Thanksgiving in a basement. They would say, will you take pictures of me and my daughter? I want you to take pictures of me and my daughter out by the fountain and blah, 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 blah. So oh, my goodness. I immediately, well, not immediately, but after years of doing artistic work and people saying, can you do you know, Olin Mills shit. Mm-hmm. It just crushed my dream. Yeah. And then I, I worked and then I worked in a photo lab for a while and that crushed my dream too. Because film used to be developed. I don't know if people yeah, know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. But chemicals and stuff and harshness and I didn't mind it when I worked in like did it photo lab for myself, but when I actually did it for people, it wasn't fun. So yeah. that's that was my one time where I learned that something you do that you feel is artistic and fun, you might not want to be mm. doing it as a job. So that's why I never went down the path of actually doing art as a career because I felt that I would hate it. That is so true. You don't even and know. And there's no soul in graphic design. Mm-hmm. Sorry, kids. Sorry to all those graphic designers out there. There's no soul in it. So that's why I just do art for therapy mm-hmm. and not for profit. I can fully understand. Unless you want to pay me, then you can go ahead and give me money on the side. <laughs> Coin it up. <laughs> PayPal is Bob Allred at yahoo.com. And um, 
Yeah. <laughs> There's that. What's next up for your list of things you wanted to be? So I wanted to be a writer. Once upon a time. Some, sometimes still true. You write. You're a I, writer. I understand. Can you let me start off? Gotcha. When you're a kid. Kids. Um, and not even really just as a kid. Even like all kind of throughout high school, I had this idea now, of course, in my family, that was never going to fly. Not even a million years. Neither parent was on board for that. But um, I've written since forever. I've always written poems and things. Started off very, like, all the poems, every line, the lines had to rhyme and the whole thing. And right. then kind of, you know, graduated to poems that don't really have that form and short stories and blah, 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 blah. And um, wrote one novel. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Um but I knew that wasn't like a real thing that was like an option, right? And then once I got into my first career and everything and I was working, my mom kind of just nailed the coffin in and because I, I had written kind of this like novel and it had all these chapters. I was really proud of it and everything. And I was like, I might really want to like explore this and go back to school for writing and become a writer. Mm -hmm. And she was like, but I just really like being able to say that you're an engineer. And I was like... Ooh, you ever have those moments with a parent yeah. where you realize they're like just another Mine was person? Similar opposite, and yeah. they're not they're not just that magical being. Mm -hmm. you're, and you're just like sucker punch to the gut. Ouch. Ooh. But in today's day and age, like you said, I still write, so I right. am a writer, but I also wrestle with that, like the idea of trying to write full time and like have to be able to come up with things. You know what I mean? For like it just feels like it would take some of the the joy and the, you know, specialness out of it because it's like you're forced on a timeline and that's just not the way I work. No. Yeah. Yeah, deadlines will kill it. Dead, dead <laughs> uh, I got lines. it. I got you. Got you. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a similar um, situation. So, out of high school, it was always like, you know, what are you going to be my entire life? Not stifled by family members, always supported in ways of being creative and painting and pastels and the money for the supplies. Mm -hmm. So that was not stifled in any way, but was into the realism that this was not a career. Mm. Because in the 80s and 90s, graphic design, art as a career was not really a thing no. the way it is today. Right. Like, People can't grasp that there weren't lots of drawings and stuff. But, I mean, there were, but it was like you had a specific style. It's like going to school to be a Disney designer, right? Mm -hmm. You went to school to draw a Disney way. Mm -hmm. That's the Disney school. So, like, you could go that direction, but my family was like, be real. So there were two things that I was going to be that one was a corporate lawyer. Now, not in a way of helping people, okay. but in a way <laughs> of being an evil corporate <laughs> lawyer. Okay. That was my dream. Nice. I was that kid that would carry a briefcase <laughs> to school okay. for no purpose whatsoever, but it. to have a briefcase. I would write on accounting journals <laughs> just... Just to be that person, be like, what the fuck's this mother... What this fuck is this motherfucker doing is probably the sentence that's been said the most about me in my life. <laughs> I, I feel that's accurate. Like, what the fuck is this motherfucker doing? So that's, that was me. And so 
I was going to then be an accountant, which I'm good with numbers, mm -hmm. and it's natural to me. Not because I'm a man, but just because I'm good with numbers. Right. Um, but I'm bad at school. Accounting was, for whatever reason, the only thing I could get A's in. I couldn't even get A's in art. So um, <laughs> immediately upon graduating high school with all D's and an A, mm. I went on to become an accountant. Mm. Did a year and a half of that, and then I had the breakdown oh. with my family. The opposite of what you had with your mom, which was, I can't do this anymore. I have to be an artist. Ah, oh, gotcha. So then I said I wanted to be an artist. I couldn't do it anymore. So then I completely flipped my degree into being an account uh, from accounting to where the school I was at was just a general art degree. Um, needless to say, credits don't carry over. Mm. Sad. From one to the other. So I never graduated. I just had a bunch of business classes and accounting classes and art classes and... <laughs> some of everything. Some of everything. So, yeah. <laughs> so that was my flip story. So gotcha. do you have a new... What you want to be? Your destiny? Your your vision? Ooh, my your vision quest? Ooh, my vision quest. Honestly, my vision quest, and I feel that I'm already living it. Um, uh, I just would like to get paid like twice the amount that I currently do. I mean, who doesn't want that? Right. But I just want to, and anymore, I've worked enough years and enough jobs, mm -hmm. shitty jobs. Most of them have all been shitty, whether they paid little or they paid a lot. I just want to like going to the place. You're going to have to go to work every day. Right. I just want to like going there. And currently... 18 days out of 20, I'm here for it. So my dreams are much simpler at this point in life. That's good. You know what I'm saying? So you're just... But definitely use more money. Right. Ooh. Make more money, but be happy with doing what you're doing. Absolutely. That sounds pretty American. That's pretty basic. It's so basic. I think being basic is good. It is. The problem is everybody wants to be a special, unique float snowflake, you know, and like the most... Snowflake in the sense that it's like different. Need, yeah, it's different. Right, not I'm, in the term no, that's not being in used the, you're today. Right, you're right. right. See, that they've taken all the words and they've changed them. It's not what it meant when I was a kid. No. Snowflakes were just, we're all unique, just like the snowflakes. We're all different and special. And it's like, no, you're not. No, and, th and that's always been my problem, <laughs> is that not everybody can be unique. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can have charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and, and talent. talent. Ah, not everybody can. Not everybody can. <laughs> Everyone thinks they can. Mm -hmm. Everybody has Instagram now where they pretend that they are. Oof. Yes. But not everybody is at the level that I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, please tell me this leads into your next dream because I need people to know. So my new dream is this. <laughs> I want to continue doing everything that I'm doing now, which okay. is like what I'd like to call a digital renaissance. Mm -hmm. I'm doing art. I'm doing, you know, podcasts. I've made music. I've made an album before, uh, okay. digital. Right, I mean, right. I'm going to release it soon on... Uh, on the interwebs. It's, oh, it's been locked away quietly in MySpace land forever, but I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna release it soon for the masses just for free and fun. Mm -hmm. um, so you can see where I was twelve years ago <laughs> and see how music's just now caught up. Anyway, um, 
I want to be a cam girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. And explain to the people, because some people may not know what that is. I just want to be on camera. Well, I have to do a, on a, go on a fitness journey for this, obviously. I don't think so, because there's something for everybody. But nonetheless, I hear you. I but hear I, you. I don't enjoy being... I mean, I, you know, we had this discussion before where I thought, hey, I'm fat, and some pe- that's some people's like thing. They like fat people, and that's... Mm. You know, it's it's a, not a novelty, but it's a, um, a fetish mm-hmm. in a way. And then while entertaining gentlemen mm-hmm. that find uh, overweight men as a fetish, I'm not really a fan of it. Yeah. I don't like the w- terms that you're called and yeah. the things that they say about you. It's more derogatory than what you would think it would be. More derogatory than love, let me say that. So... I get it. I don't have, I mean, I'm not saying I need to be super thin, but I'm saying I have to be camera ready. Okay. And um, I just want to make some coin. I just mm-hmm. want to make some coin, literally, <laughs> cha-ching, ching, ching, <laughs> on that cam site. Drop the tokens, <laughs> drop the coins. And um, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to sit and say, hey, which glasses should I wear today? And like, just have really vapid. So now that's the thing, though. Do you want to be a PG cam girl, PG-13, or or X? X. Okay. I'm talking triple X. Oh, snap. Watch out now. I'm just, I'm, and I don't care if my family members and friends are listening to it. You don't got to subscribe. You don't have to look at it. (laughs) Right. No one's asking. I'm looking at this as an art form. Okay. And a form to make more money. So you're going past NC-17, NC-45. I'm way past NC-17. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't feel like I'm ever anything below an R mm-hmm. in life yeah. in general. So, yeah, I just think that, you know, I'm going to be like, you know, what glasses should I wear today with this outfit? And then, like, for some coins, the outfit comes off, you know, mm-hmm. progression. I got you. You know, for you make know, make the people earn it. Make it earn it. You know, and I'm I'm looking at some, you know, a couple hundred dollars a night. Okay. I think. All right. Goals. Hey. I might not do it every night, but you know. <laughs> I got you. A couple hundred a week. I'll get you. That that's mm-hmm. good money. Yeah, that is. But then uh, taxes and all that stuff. But yeah, no, that's my new goal in my new career. Well, I hope that one comes true for you. I hope it does, too, because, you know, I don't think I've ever had enough random things in my asshole. (laughs) Now's the time to try. There you go. It's your 40s, kids. You can do whatever you want, even in your 40s. (laughs) And I'm looking forward to it. Tell me too much. Are you going to watch? No. My 40s is what I'm looking forward to. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant my cam. I just feel wow. like that would be awkward. No, that would be awkward. I, I mean, unless you wanted to do like a nude cam podcast, ah. <laughs> then we could just start <laughs> making money together. I mean, hey. we don't have to perform together. Right, right. Be together. I get you. We got a table here covering mm-hmm. the jib- the Safe parts. Space. That, yes. <laughs> we have furniture that can be wiped down. Uh-oh. That's the important part. <laughs> Never. Stick around in a strip club with fabric furniture. There's a life lesson for you. And remember that to be beautiful and natural is the birthright of every woman. And I wish you all loads and loads of loveliness and good luck.